Friday, September 4th, and here's what's coming up on Live Zone. The EDM space is mourning the shocking loss of DJ Eric Murillo. Ed Sheeran adds a new title to his name. Adele's Bantu Nas are breaking the internet. And of course, we have the latest in music news. Welcome to Live Zone. I am your host, Charles McBee. It is September. It is Labor Day weekend. Oh my God, 2020 is flying by. And normally I'd be depressed. Normally you'd be like, oh my God, where did summer go? But because it's 2020, I'm kind of ready for this thing to end. But in the words of my favorite meme right now, before we get to 2021, I want to see the trailer. I want to see the. I want to see how this thing is gonna pan out first. But in the meantime, I will enjoy my my pumpkin spice lattes. All right. Now here's somebody that is definitely enjoying the summer and definitely enjoying the fall. Okay, Adele, my homegirl, Adele. Now see, she switched up the pumpkin spice latte for the for a little bit of curry, if you know what I mean. Yeah, she posted online this picture of first of all her looking amazing we all know that she looks amazing she got her new body rocking her new body but she had a jamaican themed uh, bathing suit with some bantu knots all right and she posted this happy what would be notting hill carnival my beloved london now like i said a lot of people were saying she looked amazing but a lot of people were up in arms about the bantu knots you know, a lot of people were saying that it's cultural appropriation. Some were saying it's cultural appreciation. I don't know. It's a great debate going on. You know, when when uh, black people rock certain hairstyles, it doesn't get the love and respect that it deserves. But then when white artists do it, like the Kardashians and, and others, then all of a sudden it's... So I can see why some people would be upset. But listen, when it comes to this canceling Adele, ain't gonna happen. Sorry, this ain't gonna do it. You need something way bigger to cancel Adele. You would, you would have a better chance of canceling The Simpsons. And they've been on since before Jesus, all right? So don't even think about it. And in fact, Adele's not worried about it at all because if you was watching the epic Brandy versus Monica battle on Versus, you will see that Adele was in them comments. That's right, she was up in them comments and she said, Wagwan, your gal look good, eh? So shout out to you, Adele. And listen, I, I know Chet Hayes, I know he's up in them DMs. I don't know, I might stay away from him, but it's up to you, you do your thing, you live your life, boo. Adele, you know I say me a prayer from long time, but after me see a picture of Adele, mm, it's sweet, me. I'm not telling no lie, my girl. Ear style fit you, big up yourself. Now, somebody else who is definitely living his best life is Ed Sheeran right now. Now, Ed is not for the public, all right? He's normally, you know, doing this thing in the cuss. As you know, in 2018, he quietly got married to his longtime girlfriend, Cherry Seaborn. And in 2019, he had the biggest tour in history, the Dubai tour, where he raked in over 700 milli, all right? 700 milli. And then he just kind of went off the grid for a while. Well, now he's come back out to announce that he and Cherry are welcoming their new daughter, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sharon. Okay, shout out to them. I know that uh, I know that they are like on cloud nine right now. In fact, I know that because he posted it. He said, "We are completely in love with her. Both mom and baby are doing amazing, and we are on cloud nine over here." We hope that you can respect our privacy at this time. Lots of love, and I'll see you when it's time to come back. Ed. Now, young Lyra shares a birth week with another newborn. I'm talking about Daisy Dove, who is the young daughter of Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry. So shout out to them. They're having a big, big week. Uh, it's a big week of love. Now, whenever a famous couple or a famous person comes out and says, we hope you can respect our privacy, 
collectively the world goes, you can keep hoping, you can keep hope alive like Jesse Jackson, but it ain't gonna happen, all right? So look, shout out to you, Ed, but stay in the cuts because ain't nobody respecting nobody's privacy around here, all right? Blessings. Now on to more somber news. EDM super DJ Eric Murillo died at the age of 49. Uh, his body was found in his Miami home and it's uh, everything is still under investigation right now. Now, he made a huge, huge smash hit in the 90s called I Like to Move It. And the song also made a resurgence in 2005 in the hit blockbuster movie, Madagascar. Now, his music spans decades. I mean, I mean, he won Best House and, and Best International DJ six times from 1998 to 2006. But more recently, he was in the news for not good things. He was uh, accused of um, sexually assaulting a another DJ um, and that he was actually supposed to go to court or start court proceedings today, um, but that clearly will not happen. Um, so, you know, RIP to him and, and to his family. And also we lost another, another great superstar that hurt me deeply. Um, he wasn't a musician, but his impact in the art, in the world of art definitely uh, had an effect on the world at large and he will be sorely missed. This week we lost American actor Chadwick Aaron Bozeman from cancer at just a young age of 43. Bozeman started his career in 2003, starring in television shows like Third Watch and Law and & Order, and made his film debut in The Express. But it would be his starring roles portraying some of the most iconic African-American figures that left a lasting impression. From his portrayal of baseball pioneer Jackie Robinson in 2013, to James Brown in 2014, and what would be his most popular and his groundbreaking iconic role as T'Challa in Marvel's The Black Panther where he not only played a superhero on film, but also became a hero to young black children worldwide. Unknown to the public, Chadwick was battling cancer during the past few years, even as he continued working on his films, as well as continuing to advocate for and visit children who were also battling the disease. Bozeman's passing was sudden and tragic and was mourned and paid tribute by fans and peers who not only appreciated his portrayals on the screen, but also his character and courage off the screen. Chadwick Bozeman may be gone, but his legacy will live on forever. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Definitely an inspiration to us all. I'm hearing that I, that there's an, uh, a petition going on in his hometown of Anderson, South Carolina to replace a Confederate statue with a statue of him. So let's get that popping. Let me know where I need to sign, okay? Big inspiration. We love you, Chadwick. Now, let's get into the latest in music news. Now, Puerto Rican superstar Ozuna just dropped one of the hardest Latin hip-hop tracks of the year in Enemigos Ocultos, okay? Translated to Hidden Enemies. Now, most of the time, people refer to him as like the Latin Drakes. You know, he's making songs for the ladies, but every so often, he has to drop a banger to let the streets know. <laughs> Now his album Enoch just dropped today and I'm talking about huge features from the likes of Weezing, Mike Towers, Ark and Hell, Wanka, Cascuela, and the list goes on. Now, let's talk about somebody who a lot of people think he was taking shots at in his last in his last single. Uh we're talking about Bad Bunny. 
he just recently dropped a surprise freestyle, but he wasn't taking any shots at any rappers or anything like that. No, he was taking shots at a system, at a system of racism and oppression. He was talking about white supremacy. He's in support of Black Lives Matter. And he came back from a summer long blackout on social media just to encourage his uh, followers to vote. Now, granted, the picture of him is hilarious, all right? I mean, it's a 70s throwback to like Dragon Ball Z. But the message was definitely a serious one. Black Lives Matter, que pa' descanse COVID. 2020 y el racismo es peor que el COVID. Un negro con pistola, ya soy un criminal. Pero un blanquito se le engancha y dicen que es un hobby. Now from Bad Bunny to a self-described rat, I'm talking about Takashi 69 Now he has had one hell of a year, okay? From ratting on his entire crew to, to uh, sexual assault cases to just going and being the number one target in all of hip hop. The most hated man in hip hop, he is dropping his album, Tattletales, today. That's right, it came out today. Now, he's been on a, on a tour, a trolling tour, if you will. Uh, he's been to Chicago, he's been to LA, he's been back in his hood in Brooklyn. Now, granted, he is surrounded by top-notch security. I mean, I'm talking about the president, all the presidents have not had the combined security that this guy has, but he's still trolling. He is the king of trolls, and that's why he's winning right now, because people love to hate. They, in order to know why they hate him, they gotta watch and they listen. Now, a lot of people are just waiting for the train to crash, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, Takashi, his album comes out, we'll see what happens. Now, British rock band Bring Me The Horizon are out with their new single, Obey, featuring punk rocker Young Blood. Now, Youngblood and Ali just released a picture not too long ago on IG where they were both covered in blood, which I guess the blood is on theme with the name. It was a little creepy, I'm not gonna lie. You can check it out for yourself. It was very creepy. I mean, Halloween came early on IG. Now, this collab is a part of Bring Me The Horizon's next project, Post Human. Uh, it's a collection of four different EPs that'll be releasing over the years. So make sure you look out for that. As for Youngblood, we don't know exactly when he's dropping new music, but we're thinking it's coming this fall sometime. So get ready for the young blood, all right? Make sure you get post-human, and whenever young blood drops his music, make sure you cop that as well. Now, Phineas O'Connell has had a very busy year producing and writing his younger sister, uh, Billie Eilish's music, but, you know, he's dropping music of his own. Now, he's inspired by the Black Lives Matter uh, rallies and protests, and also all of the things that are going on with COVID and people losing their lives, unfortunately, due to the COVID-19. Uh, so he released a new song, What They'll Say About Us. Now, Phineas hopes that this song gives people comfort in knowing that other people are also going through these hard times and that you are not alone. Now, he uh, shot the video with his longtime creative partner, Sam Bennett. And Sam always uses very emotional and close-up uh, shots to, so, to invoke all the emotion that they're trying to get the, the person to feel. And they did so in this video as well. We've got the time. Now, 
Now this next release came in the most badass yet adorable way possible. I'm talking about 10 year old drumming prodigy, Nandy Bushel. She released a video of herself making a uh, drum challenge to lead singer of the Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl. She played his song, Everlong. Now, Dave received that challenge and challenged her by playing a song from his group, Then Crooked Vultures, uh, which also features Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age and John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin, their song, Dead End Friends. That's super, super dope. I'm sure Nandi has an amazing future ahead of her. And listen, if she keeps it up, she will soon, you will soon see her at this next huge festival. That's right, I'm talking about the Modern Drummer Festival 2020. It's streaming right here on Live by Live, September 12th at 8 p.m. Now the festival features performances from more than 30 of your, the world's best drummers, including Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters, Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Mike Portnoy and Cindy Blackman Santana. I mean, the show will feature so many, so many amazing drummers. You don't want to miss it. The show will also feature a very special tribute to the late, great, legendary drummer, Neil Peart. Some of the proceeds will go towards brain tumor research at Cedar Sinai's Medical Research Center to help fight the disease, which is what uh, Neil died from last January. Now, ticket packages for the Modern Drummer Festival 2020, including virtual meet and greets, are on sale at livebylive.com. That's livexlive.com. Now, you, you're not going to want to miss an event like this. You can't. You cannot miss an event like this because you're not going to see this many famous people at one place or at one time. Well, there's only one other event you might see that. I'm talking about the MTV VMAs. Now, they had to do things a little different this year uh, because, as we know, we live in 2020. But they still showed up virtually and they showed out. Forced to rethink how to create an MTV event that doesn't lend itself to much social distancing, the COVID pandemic definitely made this year's BMAs look a lot different. Retake performances by Miley Cyrus, who wrecked the disco ball. Maluma socially distanced in a car drive-in. And Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's show-stopping performance brought great innovation to what used to be in the past, a fully live show. Let's take a look at this year's highlights. The show kicked off with Kiki Palmer, dedicating the show to the late groundbreaking actor Chadwick Boseman, who just passed away at just 43 years old after a four-year secret battle with colon cancer. With fireworks, a helicopter over 1,000 feet in the air, and on the highest observation deck in New York City, The Weeknd kicked off the performances with an amazing performance of his hit song, Blinding Lights. The Weeknd won Best Video of the Year and Best R&B, using his acceptance speech to ask for justice for Jacob Blake and Breonna Taylor. It's really hard for me to celebrate right now and enjoy this moment, so I'm just gonna say um, justice for Jacob Blake and justice for Breonna Taylor. Thank you. DaBaby gave a social justice motivated performance with a medley of his latest hits with mask in place, a police car, a city on fire and a sign that said stop killing us. He covered all the current issues plaguing America right now. The COVID pandemic, the nationwide Black Lives Matter protests and police brutality. The phenomenon K-pop band BTS not only debuted at the VMAs all the way from South Korea with an iconic performance of the hit Dynamite, but also made history by being the first Asian group to win Best Pop. They also won Best K-Pop, Best Group, and of course, Best Choreography. Miley Cyrus gave us some throwback vibes during the performance of her new single, Midnight Sky. She hopped on a swinging giant disco ball 
remembering her iconic Wrecking Ball music video. And talking about throwbacks, Doja Cat kicked off her show with the old school MTV News intro graphic. Her sci-fi style performance included her hit Say So and Like That. Doja Cat won the VMA for the Push Best New Artist category. Ciencio and Maluma gave us a taste of future concerts with their drive-in performances. The artists added the Latino spark to the show and made their socially distanced audience dance the Bessel and Hawaii respectively. Maluma won Best Latin, his first ever VMA for his song with J Balvin Que Pena. And last but not least, the queen of the night, Lady Gaga, did not disappoint bringing on the fashion and the face mask to match not only making a wardrobe statement, but sending folks a clear message about the importance of wearing face masks. Gaga took home five awards, including the first time ever MTV Tricon Award, Song of the Year, and the best collaboration for her iconic collab with Ariana Grande for the song Rain On Me. One of the highlights of the night was Lady Gaga's timeless chromatic performance medley and the much anticipated performance of the night along with Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. Shout out to all the winners. Definitely a dope show. And listen, shout out to MTV for, you know, being able to do that in the middle of COVID. Now, I know a lot of fans are missing seeing their favorites, their, their favorite performers perform live. And I know a lot of performers are missing being on tour, you know, being able to really get in touch with the fans and make that money, all right? But, you know, this is a time to be creative. This is a time to be, you know, entrepreneurs and a lot of artists are finding other ways to get to that bag. In an age where content creators can use online platforms to connect directly to fans, OnlyFans has become a major player in the field. The subscription-based service resembling the celebrity fan clubs of days past places content behind a paywall that subscribers can access for a fee. While all kinds of content was available on the platform, it became a leading platform for sex workers who used OnlyFans to keep content flowing to their fans and still earn a living. Especially as the coronavirus pandemic has devastated traditional avenues of revenue, just as in the music industry. Recently, more and more celebrities have started their own OnlyFans pages, especially after Beyonce's shout out on Megan Thee Stallion Savage gave the site a huge boost in recognition. Celebrities such as Casanova, Aaron Carter, Cardi B, and Bella Thorne have joined the ranks of OnlyFans, but hasn't come without controversy. Sex workers are claiming that the influx of celebrities on the platform is wrecking havoc on the platform itself. And in the case of Bella Thorne's recent scandal, caused OnlyFans to change the rules that may hurt their main source of income. OnlyFans is going through growing pains typical of all social media, and we'll wait to see what the future holds for the site. Listen, I'm a comedian. $50 tips ain't that bad. I'm not used to getting paid that in real life, okay? So look. You, you might see me on OnlyFans. You don't want to see me bombing on OnlyFans, but I'll do it, because times are rough. Point is, summer is, is over, but it's still Labor Day weekend. We're getting out there, and you know what hasn't ended? Just because summer's over, doesn't mean that summer bangers are over. We still got music to party to. Well, socially distanced party to, but still, party nonetheless. I'm talking about my live by five, my top songs, my top five songs of the week. Now this is my 60 second wrap up. 
Let's kick it off with number five. I'm talking about Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Now, he just won Video of the Year at the VMAs. Definitely crazy performance, fireworks, 100 stories above Manhattan. It was insane. Shout out to The Weeknd. Now, number four, Rockstar, The Baby, featuring Roddy Rich. Song of the moment, powerful imagery, talking about police brutality. Baby is definitely doing his thing. Shout out to you, The Baby and Roddy. Number three, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Drake and Future can't go wrong. They are laughing. They ain't crying. They laughing all the way to the bank, all right? Please believe it. Number two, talking about WAP, Cardi B featuring Meg Thee Stallion. Now, they're still breaking records, and I hope WAP continues all year long on the charts and in my personal life, all right? Number one, BTS Dynamite, continuing to break records. They're amazing, killed the VMAs. Shout out to BTS, taking over the world. And that, my friends, is our Live by Five in our 60-second wrap-up. Thank you so much for hanging out with your boy. I'm Charles McBee. This is Live Zone, all right? Make sure you check us out here at Live by Live for everything in music culture, all right? Have a great, safe Labor Day weekend. Don't get in too much trouble. Social distance. Mask it up, people. Mask it up, but have a good time. Peace.